Hi everyone, welcome to OCBC Insights. My name is Izian, an analyst from OCBC's credit research team. In March and April 2020, we spent time reviewing issuer profiles of issuers in the hospitality sector, a sector which was traditionally high-grade, given the high asset quality, stable performance of hospitality assets and manageable debt levels. We lowered the issuer profiles of the names under our coverage to neutral four then, due to significant dampening in demand for travel and restriction in mobility as international borders became shut. At that point, we opined that key issuers for this sector in the Sing bond market have sufficient buffers to tide them over in the short term. Much of this buffer remains true, although it has been five months since then, with little sign of relief except in mainland China, the hospitality market that was first to be hit by the virus and the first to be recovering from the situation, with domestic travelling picking up and social life returning back to normal. Through August, we lowered the issuer profiles of Escort Residence Trust, Fraser's Hospitality Trust and Hotel Properties Limited to Neutral 5 from Neutral 4. While each issuer operate in different geographical markets and have divergent guest profiles, for example, Hotel Properties Limited are highly focused on leisure demand. All three are reliant on international and state borders being open. While discussions between governments have happened, although so far border openings have been on a very limited basis for essential travel, we do not expect material changes to the reopening of international borders in the near term. Until a vaccine is found, travelling is still an onerous activity, with quarantine periods, swab tests requirements, while the risk of infection and uncertainty of medical care in a foreign destination will continue to play in the minds of travellers. This would likely deter non-essential travel, even if international borders are allowed to be opened further. The International Air Transport Association, IATA, in its latest views dated 28 July 2020, expects that air travel will not recover to pre-COVID-19 levels until 2024. While this may sound like a pessimistic view, given positive headlines on vaccine developments, we rather err on the side of caution in forming a view of the hospitality issuers under our coverage. Among the issuers we cover, we see Shangri-La as having the strongest issuer profile, which is one reason why, unlike the others, we have maintained its issuer profile at neutral four. Shangri-La owns bulk of the hotels that it operates and also owns significant minority stakes in investment properties that are offices, shopping malls and residential properties for rent, which gives the company diverse sources of income. Importantly also, Shangri-La's hotels in mainland China, a market which has gotten the virus more or less under control, makes up about 40% of its total hotel properties EBITDA in the first half of 2019 before COVID hit. Shangri-La also has strong cash balance and undrawn committed lines, which helps tide it over this period. For Escort Residence Trust and Fraser's Hospitality Trust, which owns hospitality properties across multiple countries, both receive lease payments from their respective sponsors under master lease agreements. In Escort's case, from Capital Land, and in Fraser's Hospitality's case, from Fraser's Property Limited, which we similarly hold at Neutral 5. In the case of Fraser's Hospitality, it receives sufficient minimum rent from its sponsor to cover both interest and perpetual distribution. 
and by lowering to neutral 5, effectively we are equating its issuer profile to the counterparty credit risk of its sponsor. Escort has a strong sponsor Capital Land, though it receives a smaller proportion of lease payments under master lease agreements signed with its sponsor link entities versus Fraser's Hospitality Trust. Effectively, Escort has a higher reliance on the underlying income generation from the assets which it owns. While the short-term liquidity is manageable, Escort faces a maturity war in 2020, so the longer this stretches out, the higher the liquidity risk for the REIT. For both, underlying investment property assets are revalued annually at the end of the financial year end, and this number is the denominator of aggregate leverage. Directionally, we expect asset values to fall, which will push up the aggregate leverage ratios. Among all the hospitality issuers we officially cover, Hotel Properties Limited has been hard hit as the company relies mainly on international leisure travellers, mostly in Mauritius, though the country is slowly trying to reopen the island to tourists. For Hotel Properties Limited, as an asset owner and operator, there are no master leases to fall back on. Credit metrics have deteriorated with net gearing rising to 43% and short-term borrowings exceed cash. Hotel Properties Limited sank into a gross loss of about $4 million in the first half of the year versus a gross profit of $72 million in the first half of 2019 as cost has not fallen in pace with revenue decline. Other diversified issuers who are impacted, mainly as they are the master lease Master lessee of hospitality assets include Capital Land and Fraser's property as mentioned earlier and OUE Limited who is the master lessee of two hotel properties in Singapore and the operator of these hotels which are owned by its sponsored REIT, OUE Commercial Trust. Certain cities globally are still seeing very low hotel occupancies. For example, Hong Kong luxury hotels is at about 20% for July. Data from the Singapore Tourism Board shows that occupancy has spiked to 70% for July 2020, which should mean that on an operating expense level, excluding non-cash depreciation and amortization, many hotels in Singapore can break even for now. Singapore is a unique case in our view, given alternative demand sources from guests serving out stay-home notices and foreign workers who need a temporary place to stay while they are still in Singapore. This is not a perfect substitution, but does help in the short term, at least until such time this demand dries out. We see the hospitality industry adapting, with many now offering staycations since the government has launched a domestic travel marketing campaign and has allowed certain hotels to start accepting staycation guests. Some hotel owners are also offering hotels as office space and stepping up their ancillary businesses such as food and beverage, spas and sports facilities. However, it is very unlikely that these sources would fully replace the lost income. In light of the unprecedented challenges the sector is facing, we'll continue monitoring the sector developments and update listeners with our views. We hope you found this podcast useful. Thank you. This has been a podcast from OCBC Bank. Follow us on Spotify for more episodes like the one you've just heard.